So that's like me. No, because you never had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. It's different, actually, no, because you had a kid. Gordon, now. Good. Leave it, because i got to chop some up for the intro. These two web punks have a combined 40 years in the industry. Tattoos, motorcycles, camping, gains, and geeking out. Get ready for the ride of your life. You are listening to the Web Punks Podcast, the perfect unification of comedy and technical know-how. Listener discretion is advised. We don't have a Twitter, bro. No, but fuck it. I only use Twitter to I only use Twitter to to give uh, to give shit to liberal politicians. Yeah, I know. You spend a lot of energy on that. Yeah. You all up in the political game. What's up, man? You sound like a you sound like a dude that's sitting in his fucking basement right now. So do you. Liven up liven up a little bit, man. Oh no, it's eight o'clock at night, man. It's nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Oh shit. All hey, right, let's uh what are we gonna talk about there? Chief? I wanna talk let's we're back at this thing. And we're going to do it once a week. I don't care if it's 15 or 20 minutes. We're going to put one out once a week. should be 10 minutes. Well, it should oh, be. Oh, yeah. Right. 15 minutes is good. Anyway, 15 so. minutes is perfect. If we can provide some value for 15 minutes. Uh, but anyways, man, what's, what's been up? COVID? You're, you're doing the full, full um, uh, consulting thing now? Quit your job? Yeah, over, yeah. Over a year? Yeah, it's been uh, a year and uh, it's been March. So what's what's Four business? Years. What how's what's it- been cracking? Um, not much, man. I th- I think I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no, it's uh, it's good, man. It's uh, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting story. You went from having a great salary, being a, a high up server admin guy. Is that what you think I do? You, you did. Call the server admin guy to yeah. can tell him turn off the to, server to and turn back on again. The, you made the decision like, no, fuck that. I'm done. I'm done working for the man right now. I'm going to start my own business doing server admin shit. No, I already had a business. And I was oh, like, yeah. You had the business running as well. I wasn't doing anything other than small stuff, like what I could take on after, after, after hours. That's like me. No, because you never had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. It's different, actually. No, because you had a kid. Your situation is, is, is like is like tenfold of what of what okay, being in a relationship. Okay, okay you can have that. Yeah, I've, no, no. I've had a few of them. Just so everybody knows, I've had a few girlfriends. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just kidding. But okay. No, but so anyway, so let's it's let's. It's hard go to back. balance that shit. No, it's hard to balance it if you think about it, right? What? But, um, it's hard to balance like. Uh, oh, like job. Five, what did you used to call it? Five to nine, yeah. You're five to nine in the rapper days. No, okay, but anyways, let's move back, man, because we'll, we'll talk about COVID in a minute. But so, you, you went from working full time, don't you? You went, you went from full time to your own gig, yes, uh, full time. So, you were doing kind of like a side hustle consulting work before. You're, you're always my, you're my go to when, when I have technical stuff, I just can't afford you. So, you help me for free in exchange for things, but. What's so what happened? Like what happened? Did you did you immediately recoup all of your income? No, man. Hell no. 
Nobody ever does. I mean, yeah, you could if you did, if you plan it right. I was just burnt out, man. Um, dude, it, honestly, in larger organizations, being a, a small cog in a big machine is stressful. And I think after a while, like most people realize that after five years, if you look at most people's resumes, sometimes they figure it out in two years, then they need to find a new job. I just stayed there for uh, too long and it just, I was just doing the same stuff over and over again and it kind of just got boring at some point. Well, not really boring. It got what you would call exhausting. Yeah. Um, if you like going to work every day and doing the same thing and you enjoy doing that and there's not really much in regards to like change or even just like progression in your own career um, and not like from a growing your skills aspect, but like in going up the ladder and taking on more responsibilities and um, just doing things that are out of your, out of your own like area, like out of the box that you've been put in. Like it gets hard to stay in the box, right? Yeah, but, yeah, man, for but sure. But then I, so I didn't have any chance to grow anything because uh, I didn't have a chance to go anything that was already grown rather. So there was no like, so I've had to build up my income and now it's like, I have to make rent every month, which is hard because it's like, you actually look at every day and how many hours a week you're getting in work. That's what I equated to. Yeah, yeah. And you have to, to scale now as a business, there's a pain point in scaling where you can't hire someone to, to work for you until you have enough revenue that the margin covers your, your salary, all your costs and someone else's salary. Yeah. But it's not even that, like that part, if it's like, it's streamlining what you do. Like if you come out of something where you just ad hoc all the time, where it's just like, Oh, I'll just deal with this as it comes. It's a lot harder. Cause you end up, somebody comes to you with something they're like, Hey, I need to do this. And you're like, Oh, I'm going to spend two or three hours doing that. Reality it takes like half an hour maybe, but because you don't have any systems in place or because you don't have a product with like terms and like a contract and all these things that are like literally just check boxes along the way. Um, and like a system in place, those things take a lot longer. And so they're hard to reproduce. And so then your time becomes like just wasted. And so you're right. Once you get that all locked down and you're making that good money, then you can just take those systems and hand them off to other people. Yeah. Like I, I hit 10 K. I mean, not, not a lot. It's not, you know, it's small peas, but in my side hustle doing consulting, I hit like 10 K and then I was a month. And then I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's exhausting me. So I just stopped. I, I scaled way back. Um, because I would have like, it was either like, okay, do I do this and look at going full time for myself? I don't have the balls to do that. So I, luckily for me, I ended up in a, in an entrepreneurial organization that gives me, you know, I basically run a company and, and a partner in a company. So I get that entrepreneurial side of it with a little bit less risk, but Matt, you so Yeah. But that's a risk too, man. They can fire you tomorrow. You 100%. 100%. Right, you, you, they could just be like, Hey man, you know what? Somebody else came in here. So do you have regret? Uh, in, in any, like this will be interesting for people to hear because a lot of people want, a lot of people want to not work a nine to five. They want to, and you did it. You said, uh-uh, I'm done and started your own thing. Like, do you, do you regret even the, any aspect of the way you did it? Oh, yeah, 100%. I could have done it way better. But that's the thing. Is what that, would you have done different? Oh, I would, have, I would have stayed at my current job longer and built up a little bit more of the stuff I had. Because I definitely was – because, like, this is the thing. is like you have the employees who you know 
are, are like foot on the gas all the time. And like, if you don't give them something to do or occupy that time or use that, that creativity, they're going to get frustrated and they're going to just like become an issue or they're going to leave. And so it was like, at that point I could have took my foot off the gas and literally just glided through because everything I had done there was just like, it was simple. Like I got to a point where things took nothing to do. Um, so you could have, are more. you saying that like you, what you could have done is, is held, uh, maybe invested a little bit less of your mental into the job, but stayed there and scaled your business while you're doing that until it got to a better point to switch. Yeah. And like, but the problem is, is that you don't really know how to swim until you get into the water. Yeah. So there's that part as well. Right. So it's like, it's like, yeah, I can go back and be like, Hey, I spent one year doing absolutely nothing. But in reality, I spent one year reprogramming my brain on how, what my new job was going to be, which is like, I have to do everything myself and figure out how to deal with people and figure out how to show them what value I provide. So it's like being a salesman marketing, which I don't really do, but it's all word of mouth. And everybody's then like, just, everybody's a salesperson. Yeah. Everybody in business is a, is a salesperson. Right. Every, yeah. every time you interact with a client and a referral comes in, that's doing sales. Yeah. And so, yeah. But like, I mean, I think for me and you, it's like when we get into a room and talk to people, I think we're natural salespeople. Yeah. I, I definitely real like when I, so when I went over to the marketing agency side where I basically just interact with, with leaders and companies from small to huge, I'm able to to sit there at the table with them and have legit conversations about how to execute strategy. Like, yeah, I just kind of, I don't know, maybe it came because we were introverts and, and, and geeks in school. So we learned all that stuff. And then we also, if you think about it, we were pretty outgoing in our twenties. I think out of most people we're the most outgoing. Yeah. Right. But at the same time we would like, it'd be like, you go out and party and have fun and, and whatever and try to hit on chicks. And then, and then go home and play Quake, Mega TF, and build servers. Yeah, or just like you know, like put banner ads on these websites. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah. Joke, joke of the month. Joke of the month. Uh, big balls. No, big my balls. Ball. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, it's just like putting in a, in a process. But um, the thing is, is that like um, it's hard when you like if you don't know enough people. That's the other thing. You got to get your foot in the door. You got to be able to, cause like what you're talking about with your 10 K definitely who you, who you knew and what you did provide you with a lot of those opportunities too. Oh yeah. Like when you're doing a solo thing in our, in our sector and anything IT digital, like it's not like you're going to all of a sudden say, okay, I have $5,000 a month to run ads. Like it's not, not even happen. that. You're not like, okay, here, I got a domain name. I've written up everything on there, what I do. And now I'm just like, it's, it's like it's Come like rain, rain and leads yeah not even leads like it's just like it's leads but like you can picture it like you literally open up a storefront with a business and you do nothing and like people aren't walking by it's just like you literally nobody knows you unless there's some sort of like flashlight shining on this dark business like hey what the hell's going on in here so yeah like, do all that or you have to have an existing network but luckily enough like all my old existing clients and like then you get into like which i think is going to be the new thing is instead of like all this social media stuff is just juicing your existing network so like like hey if you get me a referral i'll give you 10 percent on the first thousand right and so 
like a hundred bucks is, is just for, just for giving. Yeah, no, I've, I've, man, that's exactly what we're doing at, at the company I work for with, with web development is, is right. we give a big commission to anyone that even, all they have to do is refer the person to us. Right. And then they get a, they get a big chunk of cash because we, because our value is the longevity of the relationship with the client. So it's worth it to drop our margin for the first month or two. And well, then, yeah, it's like to gain access to those people, it's like, it's like, yeah. it's like you, you, you have to give something up. And I think the thing is, is that giving people money for referrals is like kind of bad, but it's like not when you're like, Hey, we're just looking for new leads. And like, it would help if, if you provided it. And you know, if the, if you are not a good company and your services are crappy, people aren't going to refer you. But if you, if you are like, people are definitely like, Oh man, like I know all these people. And then like, you know, if like three people or you, they refer five people to land a gig and somebody gets 200 bucks. They're like, Oh, you know, like awesome. Yeah, no, exactly. exactly. But even then some people just don't care about money. They're just like, honestly, you've helped me out enough. Like, I just don't care. Yeah. Like, I'll just, I'll just I'll help you. Yeah. So and I if that, you go at it, like, I agree with you that social media, like everyone thinks that social media is a sexy thing that you can just turn on and all of a sudden you're going to get business. But now more so than ever, it's about like the one-to-one relationships. Like I literally, when I get frustrated and stressed, my outlet is telling salespeople on LinkedIn to fuck off. Like if, if I don't know if you, you go on there much, but they, Oh yeah. They, they get an ad from there. somebody. Yeah. You accept it. And then literally like three seconds, their little automation kicks off. Hey Leland, do you do websites? I build websites, blah, blah, blah. We can get you leads. And it's like, dude, did you even look at what I do? Right. Did you even, but the people just don't care. So like now it's like, it's, it's, I actually flipped it on a guy and now I have a consulting conversation with him to help him acquire real conversations and leads on LinkedIn. He's like this old dude and he's like running this automation from Zapier or from some LinkedIn automation tool where he's like auto messaging people. And I'm like, man, you didn't even read my profile. Like it's obvious. And you know, I think that's the biggest thing is that like, I just hate doing advertising. And the reason I hate doing it is because there's no way at all. I mean, like maybe, but I feel like there's no way to somehow get you to understand who I am, what I do, what I've done, how I go about that. I mean, you can have a website and stuff, but like people literally have within 15 seconds to kind of really make their decision and like you can do a flashy like logo and stuff like that and like have a flashy write-up and like maybe do some, like videos i think are huge and i know i've seen a lot of yours because you post a lot of sites that you don't work on and like they're really engaging and like instagram videos i think video is huge but like yeah my so, linkedin i started doing those weekly vlogs and it creates so vlogs vlogs it creates so many conversations in my inbox right and I've gotten deals from it. I've gotten contracts at work, like through our agency from them. Um, so yeah, it, it, but it's, you have to build, like I learned really quickly that you have to like, you actually have to have meaningful relationships with people. Business, like you're not going to get clients and get work by like, there's these guys out there selling what we do and, and what you do is different than what I do, but, but we're in the kind of the same sector. The, there's guys out there and, and girls selling it that don't really care. And it's easy to see it. Like I deal with it all the time because I have other agencies pitching me on how we can white label them to do things like execute media buying and advertising. 
And it's like, I can, I know what you're saying to me is BS. Like I can, I know, like you haven't even like you, you, they, it's, it's gotta be old school style now. Like where you got to go show up at their office and give them a coffee. You know what, dude, honestly, like I, all of my best sales are in person and you literally just have a chat with someone and you're just like, what's going on in your life, man? Like, let's just talk about stuff. Like, and it's almost like when you ever, you like, you've worked with someone for a long time and then like you change jobs or they move on and then they're like, Hey man, let's, let's hang out for a coffee. And then you talk about, you talk shop or you talk about like something that relates to what you're doing. And, um, I think naturally, that's it'll naturally lead to a, rela- exactly. a business relationship. Dude, it, it's like literally gone full circle. It's like every new thing that comes out totally turns into like people abuse it, right? Like it used to be the door-to-door salesman selling vacuums, abuse the hell out of it. Same with like Instagram and Facebook and like TikTok, I think is new now, but like still. Yeah, I got 300,000 views on there, man. Oh, nice. I, uh, <laughs> dude, but like, honestly, like if someone has a product, and it has any, like any sort of product marketing on TikTok, like you can pay like 15 different people to do like, like you have these, they have these things where it's like Amazon best buys on Amazon part four. And it's just like, you know, it, so it's insane what those are for. But when you're selling like services or you're selling a product that's high price, that's not like 14 bucks or 50 bucks, like talking like 500,000, 5,000, it's, uh, it's a lot easier to do it in person and like those old school mentalities coming back. And then it's the upsells too. Like people are more likely to buy into you and your company. If you're more like, Hey, let's meet, let's talk. Yeah. And they want to know that you're invested in, in what you're doing for them. Right. Investment like, man. And nobody invests anymore. Yeah, No, they don't, they don't want to, they don't want to hire you. If, if you're just going to do, if you're just going to, it's funny, like you, you in the service industry and what we do in tech, you everybody wants you to do more for them than you do for anybody else but the reality is is you're you're just doing what you do for everybody else really well yeah well and then it goes back to like people like can make me a website for fifty (laughs) dollars not even fifty dollars some people are like a hundred bucks five hundred bucks and it's like now i just told you i'm like fifteen hundred dollars and it's like and it's going to be a basic website because you shouldn't be spending money on website design you should be spending money on like trying to get people like yeah yeah, we don't, I don't touch. Yeah. It's like four to five K is our minimal, but like, but we, you know, for the websites, we, there's always like, I don't even do basic websites anymore. There's always like some integration. Oh, we have this CRM. We have this, this SaaS product, or we have this, you know, our whole inventory, our product inventory is in this, this crazy POS system. And we have to figure out how to pull the data from the API. But see, that's a missed opportunity because a lot of people are in these old systems and there's this, there's new systems out there. So it's like, it's almost like there's a whole arena right now where it's like, there used to be it people who just look after your it stuff. And it's like, it'd be like somebody who was like super technical and didn't really understand your business, but you knew they could take care of the it stuff. So then you have this like inventory systems and these POSs and stuff that deals with day-to-day business that they can't touch because they're too technical and they don't understand the idea of like, stuff operating in a business sense right so it's like this whole arena is kind of like really hard where there's a crossover of like i need a website that works really well that does well but it also needs to connect into my inventory system or i need to move to a new one and there's tons of money in that because like people will save like 10 20 100k a month if you put a system in for them yeah 100 there's a there's you know I, i've learned because i've we've done 200 and 
60 websites in two years. And, and what I've learned is like, there's so many companies that are bound to these IT management companies that are, and and they're not bad. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to have uh, the arm of your company's IT being outsourced to a local company or to a manage IT management company. But they're just like, literally they set up their infrastructure 20 years ago, sometimes the nineties. And it hasn't, they haven't changed anything. Like well, they just pay for stuff that they don't do anything with. Like yeah. it's all automated. So they're like, yeah, we're going to charge you 500 bucks a month for this automated piece of software that granted they might've licensed it out, but it, it gets to like the phone companies where it's like the phone companies make tons of money. They put in the infrastructure initial investment, but after that five years down the road, they're still making so much money. And so where's the value passed on? It's yeah. like, do you just sit and let it go? Well, like maybe add more value services to it. Maybe have better staff, maybe be invested in the business to be like, you know, we're offering, you know, some, something else. So I think as technology is a part of everything in our lives, that's where it's like, you have to have a business mentality because there's going to be business systems involved. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you have to be smarter now too. Like you can't just as much as like people in, in, in this service industry in our sector want to be like, just focused on, and you can just focus on one service offering, but if you don't have knowledge of how like a business operates and how processes are needed and systems are needed, like oh. you're, you're, you can't compete because one guy, one company comes in that knows how to in, implement systems and he can just shred you to like, I've literally, I've had, I have, I have a battle with an IT management company from the nineties once a week. Like it's, they're just, it's just like, dude, like you, you, and this is, this is micro level, but it's like, man, you just recommended that your client who we just built a website for launched their website on Shaw hosting. Like why? Like it doesn't make it, it's easy for you because that's what you implemented for their email in the night in 1997. See, like that's bad, bad. Like yeah, I, literally, I literally like that, that still exists. Like I don't, I, I forgot. And it's like, I just <laughs> it, don't it's see all, all the time, man. All the, like, that was like an actual thing that happened. And it's like, and then I, you know, I don't fault them. They just, they haven't, they haven't expanded their knowledge. Like they're like, Oh, they're our IT company. So they can run our website. And it's like, well, there's, there's WordPress hosting solutions out there that are optimized for WordPress. They can cost like a, for a small business website, they can cost like 20 bucks a month. Yeah. But that's also getting into like a whole thing too now where it's like, you know, uh, yeah, it's it's hard because like tell us also like and for people who are listening who live in live outside of Canada, those are like some of the major uh, internet and television providers. Well, yeah, so ISPs. data services providers, ISPs, or even like yeah, and so like they they actually resell GoDaddy or they resell some other white label. They so do? it's like they don't even what's that. That's what Sean Tellis does. Yeah, Tellis does. Um, they their white labeling is is it Mega Name Servers? It might be another company, but it's not their own. It's the same thing. Like so, Tellis, like at least the representative said there, they're migrating all their email to G Suite. So they're going to be like a white label with G Suite. So all Tellus customers just get on Google's platform and Telus. Well, that's that's not bad. That's that's I mean that's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, and this is the thing: people are always like. Um, like how do you get into the inbox, right? Like how do you emails become so big now because people are still using it, but like even just like sending emails to people and like people are having such issues with like 
they have a they have a website and then their emails on the server that their website's on and then that server has all these other websites and somebody's site gets hacked or like somebody sends a bunch of spam out and then that server's blacklisted and now they can't send a hotmail yeah yeah exactly right? and it's, it's like, like yeah spend the t- extra five bucks a month or 10 bucks a month get a g suite account and you never have to worry about it again yeah i that's the bit like that's it's funny you learn all these little things like that's something i've really realized is like if you don't host your website and your email on the same service provider yeah well i mean and just move like so for instance if you think about it because Gmail basically has cornered the market with email and people might disagree. But if you look at it, a simple fact of like, you can get a free Gmail account. You get storage with that. It integrates with your phone. If you're an Android, Android device, like so many people use all the Google services that Gmail. Now, when you're sending to Gmail addresses, it's like, if you're outside of Gmail, you still have issues with even getting into the inbox sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, I tell you people up in like, the updates folder updates folder or promotion or even spam. Like the biggest issue is spam. And I'm just like literally move to G suite for your email. And like most of those issues will just go away. Yeah. Cause if you think about it, you're, if you're sending to a list of email subscribers, most of the time, a majority of those emails are Gmail accounts. Yeah, no, 100% Gmail, right. like hotmail is phasing out for personal email addresses. There's still a lot of them, but, but yeah, Gmail and is, is, is it and still I mean, using Yahoo. Yeah, yeah, Yahoo.ca. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, the the, um, it's 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 funny. Like Office three sixty five. It's like Office three sixty five and G Suite now for email. Like those are the two. Yeah. Office three sixty five is good. Don't get me wrong, but like literally, if you look at email lists, there's like a thousand, two thousand people. It's like all of them are Gmail. Like yeah. a majority. If you because you literally have to do that breakdown when you look at sending email. You're like, okay, if I'm gonna send email to Gmail, and this is really weird. I don't know why these email providers don't do that. But like what, what I've started doing is like setting up a WordPress plugin for sending email out that will check the domain name. And then what it does, because you can get a free Gmail account with an SM, SM you basically can send mail through through SMTP. It's almost like sending from your email client, like using Adora or like Outlook yeah. and you just send your email list through Google. And the same thing with like Office 365. So like, there's like all these like weird hacks now just due to the fact that email is getting so terrible that like, unless you're on Gmail or Outlook 365 or Office 365, like it's just so hard. Like yeah. the email list isn't getting clicks. It's not getting, yeah. it's like email will never go away, but it's the, and it's the, it's the battle for everybody. Well, so yeah, no, here's a little tidbit for those people who are actually listening. I started sending emails out for like email lists for a couple of clients. And all I do in the subject is I put R E colon. And then I put in, are you in the office tomorrow? <laughs> no, and listen to this. And then you just type in your email. But what you do is you, you don't use images. You don't just say sale discount. You basically talk to them as if you're sending them a direct email, nobody else, just them about what you're trying to get to them. And you, yeah. and you literally change a lot of the terminology, man, you will hit the inbox and you will get people being like, Hey, Leyland, like, no, I'm not in the office tomorrow, but let's do like a call. Like put me in your schedule. It's insane, man. And it's like this yeah. psychological trick. Yeah. Yeah. A bit, but it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. That's funny until, until that trend catches on. All right, man. Well, this, this has been good, but we went over our time limit. So I want to stop it because I don't want them to get too long, but, um, so we'll have to talk about COVID next week. Yeah. But this one was good. This, this, was, this was a good time. Well, That's what we're doing. We haven't talked in such a long time.